I wanted to enforce anything, all I have to do is pray and the Father will send 12 legions of angels to help me. 12 legions of angels is over 72,000 angels that are available to every child of God. Somebody needs to get excited. 72,000. It only took one angel with a sword to slay 185,000 uh, soldiers that were enemy soldiers against God's people in one night. One. And you, and you have access to over 72,000, but you don't have access to you enter commanding, oh, come on, commanding authority, commanding power. The moment you start operating in the authority of God, the angels of God are already at, at your command, ready to help you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Some of you look at me kind of strange. I'm just preaching Bible. I'm just preaching word right now. Amen. Mm -hmm. See, have you not read over in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, where he says, these angels, see, are, 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 have been sent to minister for them who be the heirs of salvation. When we start binding and loosing with the authority of God, we've entered the authority of God. We know what the authority of God is. I'm going to be telling you tonight how to enter the full authority of God. A lot of people don't know how to do it. And you actually have to have a revelation of it, and you have to have submission to the authority of God. So there's both revelation and submission, and that's not all, but that's a part of it. We're going to teach you how to enter greater depths and revelations and realms of authority and engage the angels. Come on. Engage the warring angels to assist you in taking out the powers of darkness that have stole from you and stole from your family. Come on. Hallelujah. Anybody excited yet? Hallelujah. We have authority. <laughs> we have authority. So it takes both dunamis power and kingly authority, kingdom authority, for us to do it, right? But we can. But you can if you don't know it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What you don't know, in fact, I want to say this to you, you are one revelation away from a manifestation you've been believing for. Revelation means the word come alive to you. If, if the Holy Spirit was to unveil one scripture and make it come alive to you that would fit your situation, the moment it was revealed to you, the power of that word would be released and would create what it said. When the word is revealed, what the word says becomes what the word does. When the word is revealed... What the Word says becomes what the Word does. Somebody's going to get excited. So I no longer need to stay with head knowledge. Come on, I need some heart revelation. I need heart revelation of the Word of God. I need the Holy Spirit to unveil it to me.
And when he unveils it to me, what has been revealed will be healed. What has been revealed will begin to manifest. What has been revealed will be released in full power as if God said it for the very first time. And I feel the preach on me today. Sometimes I'm the, I'm the teacher, but the Holy Ghost preacher's coming right now. Hallelujah. Ha. Let me declare and decree unto you that your days of loss are over. Let me decree and declare unto you that your days of the enemy beating you up and leaving you busted and disgusted and sick and afflicted, those days are coming to an end because revelation of the word of God is being revealed right now by the spirit of God on a level greater than we've known. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, somebody. And when the Holy Spirit reveals it to your heart, you need to get it in your mouth. I said, when the Holy Spirit reveals it to your heart, you need to put that in your mouth. It'll become a two-edged sword. Did you know over in Ephesians chapter 6, I think it's verse 17, where it talks about the, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God? The word sword of the spirit, which is the word, the word word is rhema. Rhema means the word revealed. You don't have a sword against the enemy till you have a revelation of the word. You have no weapon. Just quoting scriptures is not the same. Scribes and Pharisees would quote scriptures. But when Jesus showed up, they all backed up and said, Never a man spake like this man, for with power and authority he commands the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Hallelujah. Man, when when you have authority behind what you say, because you have a revelation of what you're about to say, the angels will hearken to perform it. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love this. Psalm 103, verse 20. Psalms 103, verse 20. Well, come on, we're talking about this authority and how angels operate with you when you operate in authority. It's not just you with your little lonesome. Come on, somebody. You got, a, you got armies behind you. I said, you got armies behind you. Man, if you got 72,000 angels just waiting for you to say something that God has said to you. Somebody needs to hear what I just said. You have 72,000 angels that are waiting for you to say something that God has said to you. Waiting for you to speak a revelation. Waiting for you to speak a word that's alive on the inside of you. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength. That do his commandments. Hearkening to the voice of his word. Now the word voice literally means the inflection 
Not just, not just the word, the inflection or sound of his voice. Do you know what God's voice sounds like? Sounds like revelation. Let me explain it to you. Have you ever had somebody walk up to you and tell you a verse of scripture that God gave them for you? And it was so full of revelation and power that you said, man, that sounds like God to me. Anybody, does anybody understand what I'm saying right now? Man, that sounds just like God. Why did they say it sounds like God? Because it was revelatory. Because it was revelation. You see, when God speaks, He speaks with an understanding. He speaks with an unveiling. He speaks with a knowing. So what is said is more than words. Come on. It's reality. It's substance. Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Now you see the difference? Are you speaking spirit life words? Are you speaking spirit life words? Not just scripture. Are you speaking spirit life words? Come on, somebody. Because the devil can't speak spirit life words. A child of God who has not a revelation of the word of God cannot speak spirit life words even if he quotes a ton of scripture. We need to get away from the mechanics and enter the reality. Come on, somebody. Amen. You can say something, and then, honey, you can say something. It can be the same words, but a totally different situation. Hallelujah. Amen. How many are catching what I'm saying today? God's going to bring his people, and I believe it. There's a revelation coming right now about his word and about the reality of it and the equipping of it. Come on. See, God wants his people equipped. That's why he gives a five-fold ministry. All five-fold ministry are all teachers and preachers of the word. Did you know that? Did you know all five are teachers and preachers? I got to studying on that. Every one of them teach and preach. And what are they doing? Equipping the saints. With a different revelation, another, another facet of God. Amen? You see, these pastors can give you a revelation of God I can't give you. Amen? But as an office prophet, I can give you a revelation they can't give you. But because there's a, come on, there's not a jealousy or insecurity... Come on, somebody. Then you get the full meal deal instead of just a part of it. Instead of getting one-fifth of the anointing of Jesus, you get five-fifths because there's, there's pastors that are not jealous, that are not insecure, and they understand the five-fold. And, they, honey, they're going to make sure the five-fold ministers to you. Come on. You ought to thank them every time you see them. Give them a big hug. Amen. I like those Pentecostal handshakes. A Pentecostal handshake. Anybody know what a Pentecostal handshake is? Anybody here? It's a handshake with more than your hand. There's a five, a 20, a 50, a 100, and you're sh that's a Pentecostal handshake, honey. Come on, somebody. Help me just learn something today. 
Amen. <laughs> Every once in a while, you need to give one of those Pentecostal handshakes to your pastors, amen, with a big hug. Amen. Say, I, we, I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for feeding us, and thank you for bringing the fivefold in. I'm here because of invitation, friends. Come on, you need to know that. I can't just come and go to any church. The pastors are the gatekeepers of the house. Come on, somebody. Amen. They have authority, so I have to submit to their authority to get here. And I'm so happy to because they're such awesome people. I'm happy to. I would do it anyway, but I'm happy to do it for them. Amen. Anybody excited about Jesus? Anybody fired up yet? Amen. Now, tonight, you, you just cannot miss tonight. And you know what? We take authority over tornadoes. Someone stretch up your hand and say, in the name of Jesus, we bind tornadoes. We command them to cease. We command them to cease and desist their operations against us. We command the jet stream to change its direction in the name of Jesus. The highs and the lows will not mix and cause turbulence and cause uh, the trouble of the earthquake. It's, I'm, talk, I'm sorry, the trouble with the uh, tornado. It's not going to happen. Say the tornado is not going to happen. Do you know I've had tornadoes come right at me? I mean right at me. I couldn't get out of its way. And out of my mouth, Jesus! And it lifted up above me, went over me, set down about 200 yards past me. Say, at the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow. Every knee must bow. Of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue has to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I like that word Lord in Philippians 2, verse 5 through 9, by the way. Philippians 2, 5 through 9. I just quoted it. But notice that we, it, every tongue will confess that Jesus, Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, the word Lord is the word kurios, and it means supreme authority of the universe. Master of the universe. You need to lift your hand and say, Jesus is the master over me. Say, he's my boss. He's my savior. He's my Lord. Hallelujah. Today there's a release of anointing. Amen. I delivered the message. How many received it? Tonight we're going to go about 10 times higher. Amen. We're going to show you all the different things you can take authority over and how to do it. And how to enter greater levels of authority. Did you know you can enter greater levels? How many knows that? How many knows in an army, the buck private doesn't have a whole lot of authority, but he has some because he's in the army. Just not a whole lot. Amen. But the captain, come on, the sergeant, has more. Right? Captain, lieutenant, all the way up to the general, right? A four-star general. So as, as you progress in rank, 
you increase in authority. I'm going to teach that tonight. And when the general can whisper a command and the whole army moves. Anybody see that? How many are ready that when you whisper a command, all the demons leave and all the angels come? And when you whisper a command to cancer, it dies, it shrivels up, it's gone. Come on. Come on, I'm serious. There's a place of authority when you whisper a command, things change. How many wants to come to the level? In fact, turn to somebody next to you and say, Commander, you're meant to be a commander. You're meant to be a commander. Did you know you're meant to be a commander? Now turn, turn to the same person and say, Your Highness. Did you not know kings? You call them highness. Amen. Your royalty. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Kings and priests unto God. Holy Spirit, over the next few moments, I ask you to show me details about people's lives and the things you've already revealed. We pray we'll be healed. People will receive the things they have need of. I want to say this right now before we start ministering in the gifts of the Spirit, prophecy and and words of knowledge, healing. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you may have prayed the prayer, but you've not really been walking with God. You can't have any authority without a relationship with the supreme authority, God. And the devil will run roughshod over you to destroy your life. And the only way to stop it is for you to give your life totally to Jesus Christ and come under his authority. Submit to his authority so you can be of authority. And right under the sound of my voice, if you're here and you say, you know, I need to get things right with God. Amen. In fact, I want everyone just to bow your heads for a moment because I want this to be private between that person. If you're here and you say, you know, I need to get things right with God, lift your hand right now. Say, I'm not right with God. Either you've not, you're not saved. In fact, keep the lights on for me, please, because I want to be able to see the hands. That's perfect. Yeah, keep, them, keep the lights so I can see, because I want to be able to minister to those with hands raised. If you know in your heart, now, number one, I want to pray for those who have not accepted Jesus Christ. Number two, I want to pray for those that you have not been walking with God. And God wants to walk with you. If you lifted your hand and say, I need prayer, would you stand up? Just stand right where you are, please. If you lifted your hand, would you stand right where you are? All across this congregation. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are many people standing here. I want you to do one other thing with me. Please, please come right up to the front. I want to pray for you. Come on up. Come on up to the front. I, sometimes I don't have people come up, but I felt led to today. Just face me. Just face me. Don't face out. Just face me because I want to pray for you. I want to pray a prayer with you. If you lifted your hand, come on up. Either you, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ or you have not been walking with him. And you know that if you don't walk with him, there's no authority with him. There's no authority with him. those that are here right now I want you to do something for me 
How many believes that Jesus is supreme authority? Let me see your hand. If you're up here, you believe Jesus is supreme authority, right? How many believes that he is the Son of God? Sinless Son of God? And he died on the cross to pay for our salvation. Do you believe that? Everybody up here. Okay. I want you to pray a prayer with me, a dedication. For some of you, it'll be rededication. But I want to tell you something right now. You are going, some of you are going to receive Jesus. See, you don't get salvation without a Savior. For as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. You can't receive salvation without receiving the Savior. So it's more than praying a prayer. It's getting a person. You get Him. So those that are here, pray this prayer with me. Just bow your hearts with me and pray this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Just say it, Dear Lord Jesus. I confess you are the Son of God, the Savior of the world. You lived a sinless life. You died on a rugged cross. You took all my sins, all my sickness, all my poverty, all the attack, all the oppression and depression, you took it on you. You even went to hell so I wouldn't have to go there. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Say to me, say, Jesus, I receive you. I ask you to come live in me. Take the stony heart out a soft heart in give me a new heart give me a new start I want to live for you make me your child right now write my name in the Lamb's book of life I receive you you are my savior you are my lord you said anyone that would come to you you would in no wise cast out. I'm coming to you. Now I'm yours forever. I'm yours. Say, Jesus, I belong to you, spirit, soul, and body. I will live for you. I will serve you. In Jesus' name, thank you for saving me. Now right where you are, I want you to lift your hands and thank the Lord that he saved you, that he come to live within you. And some of you, he's just forgiven you. Come on. Come on. He forgave you. Some of you, he reclaimed some of you. Amen. Some of you, you, he just received him for the first time. Amen. But this is powerful this morning. I said, this is life changing today. Hallelujah. Isn't this wonderful? You've received Jesus. You've just received Jesus. And some of you got right with God. Now here's the next thing. Stay faithful to church. I'm serious. For some of you, if you can't come any other time but Sunday morning, make sure you're there every Sunday morning. Amen. As much as you can. Are you listening to me? 
I understand there's certain things, you know, where the job makes you work or whatever. But if you can't be on Sunday, then there's other service times here. There's Wednesdays here. Come on. There's Sunday night here. There's other places. There's other things you can do here in the house of God. Amen. If you don't have a Bible, you see these pastors. They'll be able to help you.